Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy Iggy. Coming from Iggy's Live, my podcast. I'm live on Instagram again with the fam, with the homies. Uh, but I'm coming also for the listeners later. Um, if y'all don't know, I'm Iggy. Go by Iggy's, Iggy's Live, my podcast. Um, happy Mental Health Monday. First Monday of September. And uh hope everybody's having a good Monday. Football's officially back. So a lot of men's mental health is gonna be a lot better. <laughs> so, which is great, you know what I'm saying? Uh so that's that's uh that's good. I'm happy that I'm happy that football's back, at least for me. You know what I'm saying? Like uh what do I need to pause? I I must have missed that. You got you gonna have to rewind that for me. Uh yeah, I'm happy football's back. It's good. Men's mental health is going to be a lot better. Tennessee won Saturday. You know what I mean? So, like, my mental health is good. You know what I mean? Uh, if Deion Sanders keep doing what he doing, a lot of black men mental health going to be good because that shit was wonderful to watch this weekend. So, yeah, you know, uh, it's a good season. You know what I mean? It's a good season. Uh, September starting out good already. Um but that's also we're entering the fourth quarter of the year, 2023. So I hope things are lining for y'all properly in that way. Um, and shit, you know, landing properly. I'm already thinking about Christmas, bruh. I told I told my son we got to start doing a Christmas list this month. So it's crazy. I'm like, damn, this shit already back again. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I already started thinking about that. So we got to start getting that shit ready to go. Uh, but not even that, you know, it's a time, a season of family and friends and all that shit. You know what I mean? We start getting into all that. Uh, so I hope everybody's ready for that. But today's episode for Mental Health Monday, um, I thought about it because it was something I, I – um, just had a lot of relationship talks this week with people um, as far as like relationship dynamics, uh, you know, with expectations in a relationship or like communication and something that kind of clicked and um, something that I have to be honest about, I have been really bad about in the past and um, it probably was some detriment to past relationships of mine especially recent ones, uh, is like uh, reassurance. Um, and I never really, I don't know, when I I speak to the, to the toxic side of the nature that I thought of it as uh, until now where I've like understood what it can really do, you know what I mean, uh, for people. But uh, reassurance has always been like uh, probably – a weakness of mine as far as giving it and then also necessarily getting it. You know, I, uh, I haven't been the best at like receiving it. You know what I mean? I just kind of, I don't know. I don't know why I kind of shut that down because then I, in the past, I was like, I don't know why I shut that. I, I actually do. I think like from my childhood, um, like the like the reassurance that I got was maybe I won't say scheduled, but it was like um, whenever you know if I got you know 
I was expected to make good grades, right? So if I got A's and B's throughout that time, if I wavered, there wasn't a lot of reassurance there until I reached the final goal, which was like, oh, you finally did it. Good job for making A's and B's. Here, this is a reward for that, right? Um, that started turning into a routine, I guess I would say. And so, like, consistent reassurance, I, I felt was like, why do I need that? You know what I mean? Like, I never got that. Um, and so, like, yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, reassurance is looked at as an insecurity. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely for sure. It's like, it was like, uh, like, if I got it, it was like, damn, why do I need that? It's kind of weak. I don't need that. I don't need like that. I, I, I can, I, uh, like, like, so I never gave it because I feel like people didn't need it either. Why do you need somebody to constantly tell you uh, you're good at something? Or why do you need somebody to constantly tell you you, you look good or you're beautiful? Like, And you always hear that thing like when you're in a relationship, especially with women, like women, you got to date them all the time. You got to like keep it fresh all the time and shit like that. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I just never, uh, I always felt like that. Well, maybe it was like, um, I've seen that in a negative way. I've looked at it in a negative way uh, for uh, for as far as like in a toxic way. Women like maybe I'm building an ego. They want to hear it all the time. Man. Like you hear it all the time. You know what I mean? Why you want to hear me say it? You hear it all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's a negative way of looking at that. Or like, you know, why do I have to always tell you, you know, how do you, how's your way or how you look? Like you should know that. You know what I mean? Instead of looking at it as a way of strengthening them and, I looked at it as a uh, insecurity and weakness, like you said, uh, Chuck. So I, I definitely identify with that for sure. And I think it took me getting, uh, alone and being around different types of people now and, uh, and understanding like, no, nah, that's not really what it is. It's that's a part of mental health too. You know, uh, the reassurance that, you know, that somebody that you care about, um, can, can build you up and, and get your mental health in a good place. You know what I mean? So, um, I definitely, um, have been trying to do that in my relationships here, even with like my friends, you know, not necessarily just like a relationship with women, but my friends too, letting them know, giving them their flowers. Uh, I did some of that this weekend. I, uh, so, I don't know. I, I kind of announced this on a past podcast, but I'm doing a YouTube series now. And I just did an episode this weekend with my brother and a close homie of mine. And that was kind of kind of the discussion. Like I gave them their flowers and just, you know, just um, being able to reassure people like, you know, you're great or you're you're awesome or you're you're beautiful or you're like funny or whatever. You know what I mean? Like the reassurance that you can give people is very important. Um, even if they don't necessarily ask for it. Uh, and even if they do ask for it, even if they do ask for it in a, in a toxic way, um, it's probably coming from a child wound. You know what I mean? So you got to look at it in that way too. You know what I mean? Like at least I'm telling myself that, um, for people that don't really have that problem, you know, I think reassurance is like, a, I don't know if it's an exact love language, but um, 
I, I'm pretty sure it is. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's like one of the love languages or falls underneath one of the love languages. Um, so I, it's very important as far as that goes, if it's on a, a, a grand scale of ideologies with relationships. Oh, let me see what you said, Nick. <clears throat> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. I think we don't receive. I don't know. I think men like, yeah, I think we have a hard time receiving it. And maybe it's because how some of the masculinity shit we're taught, you know what I mean? We were taught growing up. And so whenever we are receiving it, uh, we can maybe look at it in a bad way or like, you know, maybe in all kind of toxic way, manipulative way or like, you know, uh, you know, we don't necessarily take it well. At least I don't or didn't. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn to. Uh, but whenever you do get it um, in the right place or with the right person, then, it, yeah, you're right. The light switches. And you're like, damn, I, like this is what it can really do for people. You know what I mean? This is what it can really do for somebody's uh, mental health and their mental space and their ability to love themselves, you know, and not to, not necessarily giving them uh, that to do, but it can help them get to that place when they know that somebody they care about um, cares about them and gives them them words to let them know. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I had to get to that. I, I still probably struggle with that more than I should. Uh, and I am working to that uh, just to, I don't know, there's some vulnerability in that too, to, to, you know what I mean? Uh, and so like, that's, that's the key, you know, being able to receive it and give it in a vulnerable space with somebody is very key. And so, uh but it's definitely something I'm continuing to work on. I'm definitely conscious of now as far as like the effect it can have. And yeah, that's probably, like I said, detriment in past relationships where I just was like, you know, uh, looking at it as a weakness or looking at it as, a, as an insecurity, like you're, you're not secure to yourself. So you want me to give that, but really <clears throat> that's not the case. You know, you just, if somebody, you know, somebody wants to know, Hey, I, you know, do you care about me? Do you love me? Or do you see me in a certain light? And that's okay to give them that, you know, I had to, I had to switch off this like defensive mechanism behind that, um, and learn how to receive it. And I think a lot of men have a defensive mechanism behind that for sure. Um, whenever they're getting reassurance, um, and even like from their homies, like say your homie trying to give you a, a compliment, Sometimes, like, the, you know, sometimes we don't know how to receive it, so we turn it into, like, a joke or, like, um, you know, kind of lighten it up when it's really just, you know, that's genuine. It should be just received that way. So uh, I think, you know, the, the work on that is key. You know, I kind of want to talk about that for that very reason because I think, um, you know, I think at least for, for me, I see um, – Men have a harder time with that than women. Women have no top problem hyping each other up, giving each other reassurance. That's just kind of what they're built. Whereas, like, men, we kind of not. We're expected to take shit on the chin and, you know, uh, be be able to be strong enough to pull ourselves up. 
all that shit, which is, you know, there's strength in learning how to self-love. But, you know, reassurance is a part of that, especially, you know, like we had, like, I'm a big, I'm a big component of, I know this is the age of uh, loving yourself and building up boundaries and all that. But we also have relationships. We also have people in our lives for a reason. And reassurance is a part of those relationships, you know, um, letting people know you love them and care about them uh, is a key to that, you know. So uh, it's hard to give something we haven't seen. That's true. You got to be able to see it. Um, That's true. It is hard to give something you haven't seen. But I'll say this, man, uh, at least for me, like, I put it. I'll give an example. Like we in Zion, I I never really, I I guess I my switch kind of flipped with him because I give him consistent reassurance. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we just did some schoolwork this past Saturday, and at the end of the, you know, I'm making sure I tell him throughout the time how good he's doing, and then at the end, you know, when it's all said and done, we finish up the day. I let them know at the end, like, hey, you did very good with the schoolwork today. Like, it's not something I expect A plus or B or C. Like, I don't put that. And then if you don't get it, I'm upset. I expect, you know, I re- I give you love throughout and I give you the reassurance that you're doing good throughout because he really is. He's putting in, you know, he spends that time when we do schoolwork, he's focused. So uh, he deserves that reassurance. And I, that's kind of flipped my perspective on it as far as, like, being able to see it because, you know, I didn't necessarily see it, but I know what would fulfill it for me. And uh, I try to give that back, you know what I mean? So learning vulnerability sometimes self-talk. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Learning vulnerability is uh, is a hard road. You know what I mean? That's a hard road. That's a hard, it's, a, it's a hard road to learn vulnerability. Uh, and be able to consistently be there, you know what I mean, uh, and not shut off. And, yeah, for a man it is. You know, if we didn't get it in a proper way growing up, then we're not going to know how to receive it, you know what I mean? So until we're able to learn it and get, get right uh, and aligned uh, properly into receiving um, love for ourselves and being vulnerable in that way, then – you're not going to be able to receive it from nobody else. So that's the key. You know, I think it's got to be self-taught in some ways. Because you're not going to be able to see things until you get in certain situations or relationships with people. And then those wounds start showing up. You know what I mean? So some of that shit's got to be self-taught and uh, learning how to consistently be vulnerable with people and relationships and giving back in that vulnerable space. Even if that person doesn't receive it well. You know, I, I had a good talk with my brother about this because <clears throat> we were talking about expectations and relationships and unconditional love. And I think this like falls in line with that, but unconditional love, man, we're talking about his perspective of unconditional love was you willing to ride with me throughout, like no matter the conditions, we love each other. Okay. And that's, I think that's a societal thing. The real definition of unconditional love, at least my perspective is that you love that person unconditionally. So no matter the conditions, you are able to give them that love. That doesn't mean, and that condition includes not being together, not being in the same space, not even, you know, all of that. You know what I mean? Like that relationship falling apart, you're still able to give them love and like 
kind of opened a door for him, I think, uh, because the expectation of somebody loving you the same way you love them allows this, like, you know, attachment to start happening. So uh, learning to be um, vulnerable enough to learn how to unconditional love is, yeah, you know, you got to be vulnerable enough to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because it hurts sometimes when people don't love the way you want or think you should receive it. So unconditional selfless. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not really, has nothing, it has nothing to do with self. Like you have to be able to understand people not where you are or may never be where you are or may never be where you need them to be or whatever. Like, uh, you know, you gotta understand that and be able to still love them. You know, and I think that's, I always said love is the greatest gift that God gave us. And that's the reason why, because that's where you learn unconditional love is like, and we talked about that too with my brother, because no matter the conditions, that's what we're taught, you know, um, if you believe in God, that he loves you unconditionally. So you learn that from that and then you put it into humanity and boom, there you go. So. Like I said, uh, reassurance is a key to that, you know. I think it's a big key, a big key of unconditional love as well because if you're able to reassure people within unconditional love, then they can learn, they understand that no matter, you know, that's true, that's true love. Like they are able, they're giving me love no matter, I could be hurting them, I could be mean to them, I could be in a bad place, I could be hurting myself, whatever, like the reassurance that that person keeps giving you is key. Now that comes with boundaries. You shouldn't like be killing yourself for somebody else or drowning yourself for somebody else. Or like, um, you gotta learn how to cut off when people are having to go their own way. But, uh, that doesn't mean you can't reassure them. That's a deep, that's a, that's, that's a separation reassurance. But when you're with somebody, it's also key, um, to let them know, you know, throughout that relationship. Uh, to reassure so yeah man that's what today's episode's about i hope uh i hope you had a good labor day holiday weekend work week starts tomorrow and let's get this shit rocking this week um y'all tune in i'll drop the i'm dropping the next youtube episode this week as well and uh so we'll get that rocking shout out to t-real Shout out to Zandretti. Shout out to Darian for hopping on this weekend. Shout out to the house. Shout out to Shui for having me come through the um, Boneyard Saturday to get some content for them as well as for myself. It's a fun night, man. I can't wait till y'all see some of this shit. Boy, oh boy. I actually enjoy doing it. I might pull up the parties more uh, and show us more because that shit was funny as hell. I don't know. We need to start doing house parties around here. We was just talking about that this weekend, too. Um, anyways, love y'all, man. Uh, subscribe. Ease out my podcast. Y'all know the drill. Link in my bio. Uh, all that good shit. Hit me up. Let me know uh, if y'all had any mental health ideas or topics. Hit me up. You know what I mean? I've kind of been carrying the topic load this year. And I know um, a lot of people are uh, enjoying it. So I've had conversations off 
offline about it. So if y'all got topics that y'all feel like need to be discussed, let's pop it in. Let's do it. I'm going to start having on guests. I've got a, a possible one coming next week. We're going to be talking about relationships, possibly, along with mental health. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, in the meantime, man, much love to y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. And, yeah, make sure y'all share, like, comment, do all that. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace.